0: Hey friends, welcome to the Chasing Goodness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Canzera. Great as always to be with you and hope this show finds you well today. If you're listening to this show when it comes out, you will know that just last weekend it was Father's Day. And so from me to you, if you are a father, I hope you had a great weekend and a great day with your children. I think it's so important to remember anytime we celebrate anything, there's always people who are dealing with sorrow on that same day. And so I really think it's always important that we remember those people that When it's Father's Day, Mother's Day, whatever day, birthdays, that we remember that, that actually brings up some some deep sadness in a lot of people as well, right? For those of us who have relationships with our kids and they're around and they're healthy and they're good, then it can be a really special day. But it's also so important to remember those of us who... Maybe you don't have a great relationship with your dad. Maybe your dad has passed away. Maybe you don't have a great relationship with your kids. Maybe you've had a child who's passed away. There's so many things that could come into play here that would make Father's Day be very difficult. And so if you're a person that falls in any of those categories that I mentioned or really any other category that made yesterday a difficult day for you or made this last weekend difficult for you on Father's Day... Just know that my heart is with you and I think a lot of people are with you when we're dealing with hurt, when we're dealing with sorrow. Often we feel all alone and just know that you're not. You're not alone. There's so many people that are for you and with you. And I hope that if you're feeling some of those feelings of sadness or sorrow on a day like Father's Day, that you're mindful enough to reach out to people who you know care for you and you know love you and this is a great lesson for all of us right that when we're hurting it's so important to care for ourselves and one of the best ways that we can care for ourselves is to get what's going on inside of our minds outside of our minds and share that with somebody that we know cares about us so happy father's day no matter what to all of the fathers out there and that is really the inspiration for this podcast. I'm not really going to talk about Father's Day, but I have two amazing children and let me tell you like this weekend, you know, sometimes life just trudges along and you make your best out of it, and then sometimes you have like these magical spaces in life. And this last weekend was totally a a magical weekend in like a million different ways. And so I was just reflecting on what made it so special, and there was a lot of things, and you don't need to hear the details of Matt's weekend, but when I really sit back and think about like what made this weekend so special, the, the common denominator is that I felt this weekend, maybe for the first time in a long time, that this weekend I was truly able to live in each and every moment that came at me. And so I was able to really experience fully everything that was in front of me. And then as I was thinking about it this morning, I was just mindful of something I always used to talk about, which was this concept that isn't it fascinating that Jesus never, at least we don't get to hear it. He never seemed to have like much of a plan when he was walking through this world. He would just be going wherever he was going for whatever reason he was going there. And as he was going, He would stop and be in the moment with people and with those who were reaching out to him or whoever he was in front of or whatever the circumstance was. He would stop and just make the most of the moment and be fully present in the moment. And I remember, you know, one of my favorite um, situations that Jesus had that really proves this point is he was at this point where he was walking to heal one of his disciples' mothers, right? Pretty important stuff. You're going to go, one of his friends, he's going to go take care of their mom. That's really important. And while he's on his way there, that's when the woman who has the issue of blood stops him. And instead of saying, hey, I've got like this pretty important thing to go take care of for my friend, He stops and takes the time to be fully present with that woman and take care of what she's struggling with as well. And to me, that's just such a great example of being fully present in the moment. Jesus then went on and took care of business with uh, his friend's mother as well. But just every single place he was, he seemed to be fully present. And I feel like maybe earlier in my life, I was better at this. I feel like I would... would maybe even pride myself a little bit on being able to be in every given moment. But for whatever reason, the older I've gotten, the more difficult this has gotten for me. And I've found myself recently just really frustrated about this part of my life, just always feeling like my mind is in the future, always feeling like I'm going toward what next. Now, to be fair, and if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm an Enneagram 7. So I'm this weird introverted Enneagram 7. But what that really means in kind of a practical standpoint is that the next idea is always the best idea, right? So you're always thinking about what's next. And that makes it a little bit difficult to live in the moment, but it doesn't make it impossible and it doesn't make it any less important. And so I took some time this weekend. Part of this podcast comes from a float down the river. (laughs) Part of this podcast comes from reflection just in some quiet spaces of just thinking about, okay, how can we as people of faith as people who care about life who care about goodness how can we live in the moment so we can be the best possible version of ourselves every single day and so i'm just going to lay out some things that have at least this last weekend have been working for me we'll see you know if they work for 2 days that doesn't mean they're going to work forever but i hope they're helpful to you and i hope it helps all of us just truly capture the essence of living in every single moment of every single day all right hang in there with me let's see where this goes So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with something like super duper crazy practical, and then we're going to kind of build our way out. So these will get, they're they're all practical, but the first one's a little bit more obvious, and then we build our way out from there, okay? So if the first one you're like, Matt, that's so obvious, I'm not going to listen to the rest of this podcast, please do me a favor and just hang in there till the end, because they won't all be as obvious as the first one. This first one isn't just from my own life. It's also from just hearing from other people around me. And it's just kind of been a little bit of a theme recently with people that I care about a lot, including my wife and others, that this seems to be a piece of the puzzle that really helps center a lot of us. And what that is, is it's to be disciplined enough to have some sort of regular morning routine I told you it was stupid practical I told you it was gonna be obvious but the reason I bring it up is this I have a, a routine and right now like I love it I feel really good about it and it's really helpful but If I don't go through this routine, like if I miss it on a day or if I miss it for several days or I miss it for a week, which sometimes I do because I'm not the most disciplined human in the world, I notice that it makes it difficult for me to be living in the moment in that day because my morning routine helps me to get centered and focused on my day. And if I don't get centered and focused on my day, Then as it comes at me, sometimes I'm just a mess and I'm all up in my head and I can't focus. So let me just share real briefly what I do for my morning routine. It's a hodgepodge of different influences throughout my life that I've kind of put together to be my very own. And it changes. I change it whenever I want to (laughs) because that's the kind of person I am. Maybe you're the kind of person that needs it to be exactly the same every time. I couldn't do that. It would become less and less relevant to me. So right now what I do in my morning time is I just sit down. And I make sure that I'm in a space, is if, if I can, which I can't always, but I try to just be by myself, whether that's outside or inside, doesn't really matter. And I just have my journal in front of me. I love to journal. It's a big part of my life, it has been since I've been a teenager. So that's that's always kind of my my bring it home tool (laughs) it's my space okay and so what I do is I always have four different things that I fill out to start with the first thing is what am I grateful for and I just write down two to three things that I'm grateful for in that moment and then the second thing I do is what are my concerns same thing what are two or three concerns that I have and they could be as practical as finances or they could be more in depth about you know whatever relationships with my kids And then the third thing that I write down is intentions. And what I mean by intentions is I pick one or two words that I want to be my words for that single day. Based on what I know I have coming in that day, I pick a couple of words. So, for example... Uh, Yesterday, I'm recording this on the Monday after Father's Day. So on Father's Day, a couple of my intentions, I think I wrote down two or three, but I know two of them were the one. The first one was joy because I knew I just wanted to enjoy the day. I knew I was going to have a ton of time with family and I just wanted to take it all in and enjoy it. And the second thing that I wrote down was thankfulness. I have these two incredible human beings that I've had the the honor of raising, and I just want to be thankful for that opportunity. And so those are my intentions for the day. And what I do is I take those intentions and I keep them in the back of my mind throughout the entire day. And it really helps me be in the moment for that day. And then the last thing I do is I write down two or three things that I'm going to do that day that are going to help me move toward my dreams for my life. Because then I, I, I boil that down to one or two things that I know I can keep practical that helps me be in the moment so I'm not overthinking what I have to do to get to my future after that I take some time and it's usually only about a page I just journal I journal about whatever's on my on my heart and on my mind. Something that I've done recently um, that a, a podcast was recommended to me by a friend and I, I got this out of there is one thing that I've been doing a little bit recently is is journaling in reference to what my future self would say to me. <laughs> That's been kind of fun, eye-opening and interesting. And then the newest thing that I started doing, and I've never done this before in my life, is I actually end by writing out a prayer. Now, prayer has been a part of my life, all of my life pretty much, but I've never actually written down my prayers on any sort of consistent basis. So I just write like a paragraph prayer at the end of my quiet space, and that is kind of that piece that brings it all together. And so having that consistent morning routine, and again, I just wanted to share mine to give you a reference point. You can use whatever that you want, but you know, create your own and I really find that for me, that morning space, and it has to be in the morning, because it has to be before I enter the regularity of my day in front of me, right? Otherwise, I, it, it won't be helpful to stay in the moment. So in order to stay in the moment, I have to center myself through that morning time so that I'm ready for what the day has to bring. And then I walk into my day with understanding my, the things I'm grateful for, understanding the things I'm concerned about, having some intentions, having a, a prayer kind of under my, under my fingers for the day and it's super helpful and and just making sure that i move into the day with all sorts of confidence that i'll be able to be in in each and every moment and like i said earlier i notice that a common denominator if i'm having a day where i'm really up in my head or i'm really thinking too much into the future that often i can look back and say oh yeah i totally skipped my morning time or oh yeah i totally woke up too late or I totally scheduled some meetings too early whatever it is that's almost always a common denominator it's pretty consistent that if I do that morning routine that I'm much more able to live in the moment throughout the day not always but usually the second thing that I've recognized and let me tell you (laughs) This is not my strong point. So what I mean, staying in the moment, I'm hoping it's going to be more of my strong point and I think it has in the past, but what I'm going to tell you, not my strong point. When I'm not able to live in the moment and I bet you can identify this. Most of the times, I can't live in a moment because I'm stressed out about something that's coming in the future. Can you relate to that? <laughs> right? Like, you might be talking to somebody, or you might be in the middle of a project, but your brain is just down the road. And, or maybe like it's a, a financial thing. Maybe, maybe the brakes are going out on your car, or maybe you had whatever, or maybe your kids are going through something, or maybe there's some stickiness in a, a relationship, but, but somehow or another, You are stressing out about something that's coming at you in the future Whether that's the near future or years down the line Sometimes I find myself stressing out about things that are going to happen later that day Let me tell you though (laughs) Sometimes I find myself stressing out about things that are like 20 years down the line I'm 45 Why would I stress out about things that are going to be going on in my life when I'm 65? That seems nuts (laughs) So here's 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 the point of this section right so if you're struggling to live in the moment you're likely stressing about something outside of that moment what i've found and this is coming from a person who can get really up in their head just the other day my lovely wife told me i don't think i've ever met somebody in my whole life who was so up in their head like you are so just use that as a reference point of who's talking to you here but what i do is i'm i'm in my head and i'm stubborn two two parts of me that have that have really been detrimental to my life. <laughs> and so what is really important to me is that I, I whatever I'm stressing out about, whatever's in my mind that's keeping me out of the moment, I have to talk about it with somebody that I care about and somebody that I know that cares about me. Whether that's my wife, whether that's a friend, I need to get it out of my head. I need to tell somebody what I'm stressing out about. And usually... Usually, they'll they'll identify that, oh, hey, yeah, you're not alone. A lot of people stress out about that. Or maybe they'll give some perspective of like, you're being too hard on yourself or maybe back up your expectations for that a little bit. And always that person, if they care enough for you, they're going to have some sort of little nugget that's just gonna help enough to get you over that hump. Do you ever notice like you're stressing out about stuff that's often irrational? And if you can just have somebody just like, turn that perspective a little bit, it changes everything. And that's so often the case. But if you stay in your head and you just keep stressing out about things and not telling anybody about it, it, I mean, it's so rare that you're going to just suddenly come up with some grand solution for that thing that you're stressing out about, right? Likely, you're just going to dig that hole even deeper and you're just going to make it worse and worse and worse. Like if you're stressing out about finances, you're probably going to sit down and start hashing through your budget, which will probably make the whole thing worse. <laughs> so so get that out of your mind and just talk to somebody. I've had situations, I mean, sometimes those people are right around you, right? It could be a really good friend that you're talking to that day, it could be your spouse who you're talking to that day. But sometimes if you if you know that it's like a really specific stressor and you know there's somebody in your life that could really help you with that thing, and just reach out to that person. I had this happen maybe two, three weeks ago where I knew my friend Tim could help me out with something that was going on in my life because I knew he had some experience in the space that I was stressing out about. And so I reached out to him. I just said, hey, Tim, struggling <laughs> struggling with some things in life. I think you have some wisdom that might be able to help Would you get together. Put yourself on the other side of that coin. If somebody reached out to you like that, you would make time for them, right? tim made time for me people will always make time for you especially if you're specific about why you need them and so it for me just to be totally honest and transparent like it's extremely embarrassing to do that i don't know why the person never thinks it's embarrassing if i'm asking them for whatever reason i feel maybe it's a little bit of shame or maybe it's just my pride kind of getting in the way but i don't know it makes me feel weak i guess if i'm honest but What I know is if I can overcome some of that embarrassment, some of that shame, some of that pride, whatever it is that's getting in the way, if I can overcome it and just get those stress points and those thoughts out of my mouth to somebody that I know that cares about me, every single time it helps. Often it helps to the point of that stress point going away. At least in that moment so again if you're stressing out you can't be in the moment make sure you get those things out of your mouth to somebody that you trust and somebody you know cares about you so they can help you walk through it so you can get yourself back into the present again on father's day i'm floating down the river it's one of my favorite things to do in the world is put a canoe or a kayak in a river and float If I could do one thing for the rest of my life, that's probably what it would be. So floating down the river in a canoe, my wife Susie joins me. My kids don't, but that's okay. You know, sometimes your kids for the entire day is too much on Father's Day. Sometimes what us fathers need is some time away from our kids. Am I right? And so floating down the river with Susie and it was, oh my gosh, I mean, here in Wisconsin, it was just, it was a glorious, glorious day. There was a little breeze. The river was moving really nice. Eagles were flying overhead. I mean, it was just one of those times when you just, you just gotta catch your breath. And and, I mean, you gotta live in that moment. I don't care what's going on in your life. When you have those moments, you just gotta set everything else aside and just enjoy it. And in the middle of our float down the river, my wife Susie just looks back at me over her shoulder, and she said, "All right, we're gonna do a be-with moment." <laughs> it's like I, I've heard her reference this before, but I'm not sure, sure I had any clue of what she was talking about. I—it's something that a friend of hers introduced her to, and I know she talked to me about it. But I, in that moment, I was like, "Okay, let's—yes, let's definitely do that." But you're gonna have to tell me what it is. And so then Susie said, okay, what we're going to do is we're just going to be quiet and we're just going to be with God and nature in this moment. I was like, yes, and amen to that. And so just spent minutes, several minutes, just being quiet and being in the moment and just letting everything fade away except for the nature and the situation that was around. And then during that time, just kind of listening for little voices that might pop into our heads. And I knew that day, And this is the part of Father's Day that that sucked for me, is sometimes I just wake up and I'm all up in my head. And that was the case on Sunday. I don't have to share why it was. just was having a stress point in my life. I don't know why I was having that stress point at that point in my life, but I was. And so I was struggling through that for at least the beginning of the day. And I, I did what I just told you to do, I, I made sure I communicated that and Susie and I talked out that stress point that I was struggling with and then after that we went down the river. And so I'm in the middle of going down the river having this be with moment and I was completely reflecting on this idea of how do I be more in the moment because I'm always thinking about the future, I'm always stressing about tomorrow, I'm always just so hard for me to be present here right now. And. In that moment, the thing that came to me was this, that my focus needs to be on whatever person, place, or project is in front of me at any given moment. And that, I think, really, really reflects that that concept of Jesus walking around this earth for a few years, right? That whatever was in front of him, whoever was in front of him, whatever was going on at the moment that's where his complete attention was. And the reason this is important is because if we can focus on that, our mind is much less likely to wander to whatever is next. So my intention and my hope with this is that whoever's right in front of me at any given moment and I'm just going to test this out this week because this is brand new hot off the presses I'm going to test this out this week whoever is in front of me at any given moment I'm going to try to just be really really intentional to whatever their purposes of being in front of me if it's my kids I'm going to and I'm working or whatever I'm going to set my computer aside because I'm going to put people first I think that's important to to prioritize this because sometimes you have a person a place and a project in front of you at the same time, right? So let's prioritize people, whoever's in front of us, what do they need and how can I give them my full attention? Too many times in my life, there's been people who've come in front of me when I'm working on a project and my mind is too focused on the project to set aside, uh, even cause it's usually what, a 30 second, a two-minute conversation. You know, if your kids come to you, they're usually not looking for an hour of dialogue. They usually have something to share that's one or two minutes long. So just set aside everything else and focus your attention on them. If it's your spouse, set aside everything else, focus your attention on them. If it's a coworker and they come to your office, just set everything aside. Same situation. It's probably not going to take that long and it's going to really help Uh, them it's going to help you as well right so just be in that moment with the person and the second part of that is be in the moment with the place we live in a world that's really full of a lot of beauty and the seasons you know if you live in a place where the seasons change it's so special and so spectacular and so live in the center of those places that you are that could be nature but it could also be something that's going on for example this weekend i got to be a part of a run that the the proceeds were going to the organization i work for fierce freedom to fight against human trafficking and it was so like it was so meaningful and wonderful to see people coming together in unalaska wisconsin to take their Saturday morning to do something that mattered and to put their body through a little bit of stress in order to do that. Right. And so even that place, like it felt like for that morning, that church, that church parking lot was just sacred ground because of the intention that was there and the beauty and the purpose that was there. And so for me, like on Saturday morning, that was my place. And I was able to just be there that, that, at that time and it was really special and then the other thing and special especially for those of us who you know are working or or in really engaged in different things whether that's professionally or hobbies what have you like whatever projects in front of you at any given moment like give that project all of your attention I'm the type of person that's working on a million different projects all at the same time So this one's really important for me because whatever one I'm working on. So right now I'm recording this podcast. So this podcast gets all of my attention until I'm done with it. What I try to do is in between projects. So in a given day, I usually am working on two to three different projects and or different parts of a project, right? When I'm done with one part, I just I do something maybe I get up get a fresh cup of coffee maybe I go on a 10-minute walk maybe I just stretch whatever I just I make it uh, I make some sort of transition point maybe I have a lunch And so for me, that kind of helps me just switch from one project to the next because I don't want to be recording this podcast right now thinking about the telephone meeting that I have at 10 o'clock. And now that I just said it, I'm going to be thinking about it. (laughs) So to help us stay in the moment, it's so important to prioritize the people, the places, and the projects that are in front of us in that moment. Now, as we bring this home today, I want to just acknowledge That it's not bad to have our mind in the future, but if that mind being in the future is keeping us from living in the present, then it is actually detrimental. So in my prayer that I wrote down in my morning routine this morning, the way I worded it is I said, help me to have my eye on the future, but both feet firmly planted in the present it is important to think about the future it is important to plan it is important to get ahead in our minds right that's that's also really good really meaningful really helpful to ourselves and to those around us and to the world as a whole so we can't dismiss the future and just live in the here and now without thinking about what's coming next that would just be you know that would just be unwise But let our focus, just like Jesus' focus was, let our focus be on the here and now. We can have an eye on the future. We can have times to plan for the future. That's all good. But let our priority be in the here and in the now. So I hope that has been helpful. You can take it, leave it, adjust it, tell me I'm crazy, whatever. But I hope it's helpful. And I think if we can manage to live in the moment better, that we will bring about a better humanity around us and a better world around us. And so I hope that we can all together commit to the practice and the process of being able to be present every single day and every single moment. If you want to support this podcast, make sure you do so by subscribing to it. Give it a five-star rating and writing a review. Make sure you connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me by just looking up my name. The last name is K-E-N-D-Z-I-E-R-A. My first name is Matt. You can also on Facebook find Chasing Goodness as well. That way you can keep up to date with anything and everything that's going on. And until next time, let's keep chasing goodness together.